Yeah, I actually think that you push the envelope by focusing more on the basics than others. Episode 34, January 2015. In this episode of Mass's work, Ransinger talks about his favorite feature he has worked on at Basecamp, the backpack calendar. He talks about the story and evolution. Also, he explains how to avoid alienating the user experience by pushing the envelope. What feature in Basecamp are you most proud of? I, I honestly, I would say the uh, uh, <laughs> the backpack calendar. It's not even part of Basecamp, but it's. <laughs> It's really one of my favorite things that we've done. Can you talk about the design and the evolution of that calendar? I'm not 100% confident this is true, but I, the way that I recollect it, I believe we built a calendar for the first time. We built a, a, a what I would say is a high-quality calendar for the first time when we made a product called Backpack. We did that quite a few years ago. Um, and uh, we, at the time, Basecamp, Classic was was the version of Basecamp that we were offering, and um, uh, I remember, um, yeah, I think I think it actually happened that we built the backpack calendar first, and um, and and that was the first time that we had um, these you know these 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 bubbles for events that can span multiple days and wrap around the calendar and so on, and and um, we. We started. I believe we were one of the first, actually, to do a a, a six-week calendar that starts on the current week rather than a, a month view. Um, and I, I I still use the backpack calendar. It's my favorite calendar, <laughs> and uh, um, uh, a lot of us really loved it and felt like it was a great calendar. And um, we were getting um, a lot of feedback from Basecamp Classic customers that they wanted more um, with regard to the date features. At the time, I believe we actually had. Uh, we had a um, what was called a milestone view inside of the project, which was basically a list view of dates. So you could have um, they were like it was like a, an agenda view where you had uh, you could put important dates that uh, we called the milestones into the project, but they didn't appear on a calendar. They just appeared as a list. And uh, and and then we we eventually added a global calendar view, but it it, it wasn't quite at the backpack level. And then. And then later on, um, we decided that, okay, you know, people just want to see things in a calendar view. We should stop resisting that. And that's when we uh, built uh, the first really full-on calendar that, that it was accessible inside of projects and also at the global level. Um, and, uh, and it had these, the, the, same, the same basics as the, uh, the, the, uh, the backpack calendar where we had these these, uh, uh, you know what, actually, I, I, as I tell, as I tell it to you, I'm starting to think that I remember it wrong. <laughs> I, now that I think about it, it may be that the, the, yeah, now that I think about it, I think actually the, the Basecamp classic calendar, you could put individual things, things had an individual, they just had a, they just had a, a single date and you could put them anywhere on the calendar but we didn't have this notion of uh, a general calendar that you could put anything onto until we did the Basecamp redesign. Yeah, that's how it was. And with Basecamp, I'll be, aha, yes, yes, okay. Because I think we were using, 
man, you know what? I'm sorry. I, don't, I, I honestly can't remember at this point. It's been, I mean, it's been like 11 years of <laughs> different things happening at different times. It was, it was a long time ago, but, but what I, what I can say in general is that the, um, uh, we, we first did it with the backpack calendar. We all loved it. And when it was time to do the base camp redesign, um, we felt that, uh, a proper calendar, a full calendar upgrade would really be a good part of the package. Um, we used it a lot internally um, to to show who's going to be out on vacation and who is going to be um, working on support this day or that day and and the different projects people are working on and where people are traveling and so on. So um, it's a it's something that we use a lot internally and uh, we felt that it would be useful to the customers too. So uh, we decided to basically kind of take that experience from backpack and put it into into Basecamp when we did the Basecamp redesign. What would you say makes it special from a user and design perspective? I've put it side by side with Google Calendar, for example, and uh, mm -hmm. I would say that there's two things that's, that stand out to me. Um, uh, one thing is the the interface for for adding events is very lightweight. You 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 okay. you, you click on a you click in a calendar cell and this bubble pops up. And you can basically do everything that there is to do concerning the event in this bubble. You don't have to navigate away to a different screen. Um, many of the different calendars that I've used, if you want to create an event, you actually end up on a dedicated screen for, for configuring that event. And, uh, and you kind of lose your place in the calendar and you're, you're, you're on a totally separate screen now. And I know that there are good reasons that Google does that because they offer way more features than we do. And they offer features that lots of people depend on. And I think in many ways, you could say that the functionality of Google Calendar is better than, than, than ours. Um, but from a, from a simplicity, from a usability standpoint, I love that, that we just, you just click, in, in, click on an event or click on a cell and you get this little bubble, this little pop-up bubble, and you can just do everything from there. Um, it's, it's very simple and it's, it's very easy. Um, and uh, I, I actually think that the visual style is, is important and important. And not enough people are in, who do other calendars are, are focusing on really the color contrast on the on the the uh, the, the all day events and the multi day events. You know the the different choice the, the way that the events render as these these very very tight little pills uh, with the with the white text on the colored background. Um, it's just uh, to my eyes, it's it's a very very sharp, very clean design and. Um, until for a while, actually, we, we were we were we were the only ones doing this um, this view this multi week this 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 view that looks like a month calendar, but it starts on the current week. And um, uh, now that's also an option on Google Calendar and some others. So that's uh, that's not unique to us anymore. But for a while, that was a that was a unique thing. Um, but really, actually, this thing with the with the design of the individual events and the colors and and the uh, just the way that it's possible to scan, it's it's uh, I I really like it a lot, and I don't <laughs> I haven't seen another calendar that really satisfies me with that. I have to say, w one thing that I that I um I actually still use the backpack calendar for my personal calendar, and uh, it it's it doesn't have much for integration, and uh, we don't have any sort of dedicated mobile views for it. But I have to say that I actually really like using the backpack calendar on my phone. Because when I open the calendar on my phone, I can see the entire calendar zoomed out. And all I have to do is, is sort of pinch with my fingers or 
double tap to zoom in on the current on, on the day that I want to, to see to, to determine if there's if it's a free day or if I have commitments on that day and 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 so on and uh, I I've noticed that um, all of the calendar implementations on 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 the phone they tend to to basically uh, abstract away the actual contents of the of the calendar cells you know like if you look at Apple's calendar you you'll see uh, a, a month a, a grid of days that looks like a monthly calendar but there's just a symbol inside of each day to tell you if there's events there or not like a dot inside the day and then you have to you have to tap on that day to reveal another panel that shows you what the actual events are inside of that day and if you want to find out what you're doing on Wednesday or Thursday, let's say you're trying to figure out if you can schedule a dinner on on this Wednesday, this Thursday, or maybe next Wednesday or Thursday, um, you you have to basically open and close four different cupboards. You know, you have to click tap Wednesday and see what it is that is what the commitments are. Tap Thursday, tap the next one, tap the next one. You can't just glance at it and see everything on one surface. And uh, um, so I'm surprised that. There isn't a calendar out there that's, you know, from one of the major companies um, that actually uses a this this uh, full calendar with all the content rendered inside of the cells, but just zoomed out and you zoom in and out of it uh, on your phone. It's 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 crazy to me that nobody's done that because I feel like it's the it's the easiest interface, just zooming in and out to to look at it to see what you have, versus tapping all over the place to see what these little circles mean and and you know what these symbols mean. It's uh, that's uh, I don't know. That's that, that surprises me. I would really like to see that um, catch on. How do you avoid alienating the user experience when you are pushing the envelope? I feel like there's this idea people have that all the things that people are used to, the you know the 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 typical interface conventions and the and the 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 different types of software that are already out there, that people feel like those are what people understand, and that if you do something new, then people won't understand it because it's different from those things. But uh, I don't think that that's correct because if you look at the actual software that most people use, they don't understand. It's they don't actually understand it. <laughs> There's uh, if you watch people use 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 a lot, uh, you know the uh, use all kinds of desktop software, whether it's Word and Excel or even if it's if it's Skype or if it's uh, Google, if it's Gmail or whatever it is, there are. Um, you always see people basically working against the design. You know, they, they figured out a couple important buttons and the main things that they need to do, and then they're ignoring all kinds of other things on the screen or trying to avoid different types of features that they don't understand. I mean, I, I, I would not say that there's a gold standard out there of successful interface design that's really easy and that, and that we need to follow that. So I, I feel like sometimes when we do something new, it can actually be a whole lot easier than doing something that's already familiar because what we're trying to do, or at least what I'm trying to do with design is I'm trying to make something that when somebody else looks at it, it is going to make sense to their brain. <laughs> and, um, uh, and, and I think that, um, looking, looking like things that people have already used is, is, um, that matters if you're using all kinds of confusing symbols, you know, like we have these, um, these, the, for example, take like the well-known hamburger button, 
right? Do you know this, this, this button that's on the iPhone apps now that has like three horizontal stripes and then you press it and it reveals a menu? Yeah. So everybody knows what a hamburger button is now, basically. So you're seeing them all over the place. Uh, many, many apps are using them now because it's somehow become a convention. Uh, but the fact that it became a convention doesn't mean that it's good. You know, I was just uh, looking over my girlfriend's shoulder while she was using an app, and I said, oh, did you, did you know that that thing is called a... I just thought it was funny. I was like, did you know that that thing is called a hamburger button? And she said, oh, I hate those. <laughs> you know, and um, so the, 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 you know, yes, these different types of symbols and, and confusing interface things, they can become normal and they can become familiar, but it doesn't mean they're good. So um, what, what we're trying to do always with the interfaces that we work on here um, at Basecamp is we try to um, follow design principles that are more fundamental than, than just familiarity. It's, it's more like um, uh, using um, words on, on, on things instead of, instead of tiny icons because an icon is just a symbol and you don't know what it means. But if there's a word there and it says calendar, then you know that it's a calendar. Or if there's a button there and it says post a message, then you know that it means to post a message. And you'll probably find, if you look at our interfaces in general more than others, that there's quite a bit of text. And we try to explain what's going on. And that's for that reason. And we try not to have too much going on on one page at once. And we really try to use hierarchy in such a way that the important things pop out at you and it's it's easy enough to figure out what's going on and and I really just think that these are the responsibility of the designer to make things in such a way that it will be clear to people and it isn't a it isn't a a, a big challenge to understand it and you know it's it's basically we are always trying to look for the better way to do things because uh, we're all using software every day and thinking that the software we're using isn't good enough um, if I understand you correctly then Focusing on the basics of design is always a good idea, especially if you want to push the envelope. Yeah, I actually think that you push the envelope by focusing more on the basics than others. Mm -hmm.